Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily coming at you. That's right. What we're going to talk about today is we're going to cover Ford getting $9.2 billion, billion to catch up with China's EV dominance. Basically, the Department of, I think, Energy gave Ford $9 billion bucks to build a battery plant in the United States to directly combat the China threat, along with the joint venture with South Korea, whole bunch of other stuff going on. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about some uh, backroom dealings that we're kind of working on with uh, Global B stuff that I think that's pretty interesting. Not Lund Racing. I'm talking about what, what seems to be happening out there. We'll talk a little bit about that, but not in too much detail because apparently it's a, it was a limited release. So it is interesting how that's going to play out. And I, I think I understand why. So... We can talk about that. And of course, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything else that's going on in the industry, specifically the CEO of Ford telling people that if you buy a cyber truck, you're not really a truck owner. Now, I 100% agree with him. I think a cyber truck is a clout truck. Truck guys don't do truck stuff with the cyber truck. But about the last thing you want to do is piss off someone like Elon Musk, who stupidly, who stupidly told Zuckerberg he'd fight him. Does he know that Zuckerberg has Brazilian jiu-jitsu experience and has been in actual tournaments and competed in actual MMA style fights? Bro, we'll talk about that. But as always, we like to have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hi to the people here. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! That's right, it does! But as always, before we get to the to the talking, say hi to the sponsors, the people that keep everything going, Two Auto Solution, Two Auto Solution, Rami Zaydan helped the brother out today with a bunch of stuff on the backside. Hey yo! Two Auto Solution, the preeminent domestic car shop in Puerto Rico. Race Motive, high end PPG. Um, ceramic coated cars, roll racing. There you go. DNA Performance, DNA Performance.com. He'll fight you, he'll kick your ass, he'll do a bunch of crazy shit, and he'll also sell you parts. The online parts house of this show, DNA Performance. Parts Farm, PartsFarm.com. They bought a CAZ06. That's right. Parts Farm Rob bought a CAZ06. So that means his C7Z06 is for sale and the Skittles GT500. That's right. Kong Performance. KongPerformance.com. <laughs> I'll get him some data soon, but I had to totally redo my Corvette's tuning because I was having some issues. Caliber Transmission. CaliberTransmission.com. PMAS. That's right. PMAS. And Ultimate Header. Ultimate Header uh, linked up with uh, Rami Zaidan of Two Auto Solution. They're going to try to get him some parts for um, S550 <clears throat> and late model Camaro stuff. I have no idea why I'm losing my voice, but I think what's happening is this: these allergies are just kicking my ass, and I just can't shake it. I literally can't shake it. So let's add to the people. As always, we got uh, 2000 MCR, Joe Swish, Andy Ali, Gallo Bravo, ATX, Douche Did It, Michael Locks, Phil Fez, John Bailey, and Izzy R. First people that said hey. Um, we got uh, TJ Sikorsky, Jason Rivera, Miguel, Miguel again, Monty540, JD Swag, one of the mods, Evan Smith, Robo Style, Bondaboard, Angel Barreca. Uh, says Mr. Big Calf. Oh, yeah. Um, my media manager, uh, my social media manager ended up uh, making a post, and it was a pretty interesting uh, picture that um, they chose. 
Good evening, all. 94 GT Verb B. Turuviate Racing. Turuviate Racing. Why aren't you working on your car? A Whipple 175 is a 2.9, right? What the hell is he talking about? Cornfred Savar, Bondo Bird, um, G94 GT Verb, DR Fox, Walter Hoffman, Kellen Stocks, Reek and 5 0, Turuviate, Bondo Bird again, Matt 2011 GT. What's up, Matt 2011 GT? Matt Oliver, Whipple Cripple, Mike Whipple Cripple. Thank you for the um, for the five dollars super thanks. I appreciate that very much. <clears throat> Mikey five zero second shift racing, nitrous and bias play. Chris Basin, Truviate still talking. I don't know why he's talking so much. Is he is is it slow at Waffle House tonight? Joe Jackson, Kellen Stocks, Clutch Jumping the Wolf, Scott Andrews, Gregory Upvich, Tony D, Jacob Only Rears, Diego and Pacho. Let's get right to the article. It's kind of a long article, but I think it's a good read and I think it's um, something good to talk about because. This is this explains so much. It explains why Ford is playing nice with the government because they were working on a massive, massive loan program so that Ford could be subsidized into making EV batteries in the United States. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but we'll see how all that works out. <clears throat> a deep pot. Okay, this is from Bloomberg today to 22nd. It's one of the biggest loan to a U.S. car maker in more than a decade and a watershed moment in Biden's $400 billion plan to go in all, all green technologies. A deep-pocketed U.S. government program designed to finance futuristic energy businesses issuing a conditional $9.2 billion loan to Ford Motor Company for the construction of three battery factories. The enormous loan by far the biggest government back, backing for a U.S. automaker since the bailouts of the 09 financial crisis marks a watershed moment in, in, in Joe's... Joe Biden, piece of shit, shitty ass President Biden, aggressively industrial policy meant to help American manufacturers catch up in China green technologies. I don't mind that, but I mind the fact that it's a big old loan to Ford. I, I, I don't think Ford should have gotten that, but maybe they have better infrastructure. Who knows? The new factory will eventually supply Ford's expansion into electric vehicles and already under construction in Kentucky and Tennessee through a joint venture called Blue Oval SK owned by Michigan automaker, South Korean and South Korean battery giant SK on SK on company uh, Ford plans to make as many as 2 million EVs by 2026, a huge increase from the roughly 132,000 it produced last year. So guys, ice is going away and Ford is not going to all of a sudden start putting big blocks in Mustangs. So that's a pipe dream. And if they do, it's for one year. The three factory build out by Blue Oval plus an adjacent Ford assembly unit have an estimated price tag of $11 billion. Blue Oval had previously awarded subsidies by both state and government. That means taxpayers would be providing low interest financing for almost all of the costs. Ford cars and SUVs made with domestic batteries will also be eligible for billions of dollars in incentives. So basically what you're seeing is the government picking a winner. That's right. If it was a all Republican administration, this would have never happened because they don't give two shits about EV. They're not on EV BS. They said, nah, we're good. And this is a perfect example of what we're talking about. If you like the green agenda, only one party matters to you. The Trump administration, even though, you know, eh, he didn't really push the electric stuff because he didn't really believe in it. He believed in drilling, but he didn't totally negate the electrical, the electric stuff. He basically put a big priority on <clears throat> oil and natural gas and shale oil and all that stuff. But this administration picked the winner. That's right. They said, we're going to roll with Ford. So if you like this administration, you like Ford. 
if you dislike this administration, you dislike Ford. So if you're one of those guys that talks all this shit and says, you know, I can't believe uh, Biden sucks, Biden sucks, Biden sucks, but then you buy Ford products, bro, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Eventually, you're going to have to put your money where your mouth is because Ford is going all EV and their $9 billion loan tells you where it's going. If you thought for a second that Ford was going to all of a sudden, oh, the Godzilla is going to end up in tiny cars and get three miles again. No, this is why. They're going to incentivize making batteries here. They're going to incentivize buying EVs via tax subsidies. So people like you and me, because look, I'm not stupid. If I can buy an electric vehicle and get a $7,500 tax credit that year when I buy it and it offsets my taxable income, aka I expense it in a LLC or a business and they allow me to do that. Of course I do it, but not afford product. If I'm going to buy an electric vehicle, I'm going to buy the best version of the electric vehicle. I am not going to buy Ford's version. I, I don't think Ford had the better version V8 car. Like in the last, I don't want you, I don't know what you want to call it, but we're going to enter the malaise era of gas cars again. And the startup of EV stuff and all the issues that you're going to have with new EVs are going to pop up all those first generation hardcore EVs. To me, this is all test bed stuff. The Ford F-150 Lightning, the Mach-E GT and all the other electric vehicles that are out there by domestic car manufacturers, meaning Ford, uh, Chevy, Dodge. They're the first generation. Those are going to be junk by this, by the time they've introduced solid state and a whole bunch of other stuff down the pipeline. But Tesla has had like a 15-year head start. So how far do you think Ford is behind Tesla? And again, I'm not a Tesla fanboy. And I don't think their cars look particularly great stock. Sure, after some mods, some body kits and stuff, cool. If I was gun to my head, what car would make more most sense to me? Well, the one that gives me a tax break. So if it's a Model Y, like the highest performance version of the Model Y in 11-second SUV, I guess that one. But I don't really want to buy something. But if there's a tax incentive, of course people are cra- People are stupid not to buy it. If you are in the market for a Corolla, an Accord, Altima, midsize grocery getter, and one of them is $35,000 and the other one is thirty eight, dollars with a $7,500 tax credit, which one are you going to buy? You're going to buy the one that gives you the tax credit. It, it just makes financial sense. Yes, you might go, let me stick it to the man and get a Honda Accord. Okay, if administrations like this who are giving $9 billion loans to automakers are hedging their bet, like they don't give $9 billion loans to drilling companies. They don't give $9 billion loans for clean coal technology. They don't give $9 billion loans for fracking and natural gas. They're telling you what's going to happen. So in about mid, right in the middle of summer, you're going to see gas, gas prices spike. And that's when you're going to go, God damn it. EVs now are getting 310 miles of charge. I don't drive it all that much, but I'd rather pay $20 per uh, charge up versus 49 to $55 to fill up on 87 octane in my Accord 
you know, Corolla, whatever. Eventually, if you're a family that has a budget and needs a reliable vehicle, you're going to start looking at EV stuff seriously. And that's what the government is doing. They're forcing you. They're forcing you to go EV. It is not the market dictating what's right. This is a, a clear-cut case of government influencing what you buy. There is no market when on a level playing field, again, level playing field, no tax incentives, no subsidies, no government intervention. There is not a scenario on the planet where any EV car is better than any ICE car. If you take government out of the equation, let people drill where they want to drill and let the market dictate what the best vehicle is. It is always going to be an ICE car towing. Do any of you, do any of you think a truck would be a viable thing to take to the launch and put a big boat behind it? If it's 80 miles away, go to the lake, take your EV truck to the lake and hope there's a charging station on the way somehow. We're not there yet. The infrastructure is not there yet. But the government's telling you what to do. And you guys keep buying new Mustangs. And you guys keep giving Ford your money. Congratulations. Keep giving Ford your money, stupid. They're literally loving it. You guys are so loyal and blindly loyal that this company has worked with China in the past until people called them out on it. They tried to backdoor Chinese companies into Virginia via favorable programs for U.S.-based companies. And, and Yunkin said, nope, get the fuck out of here. And now they said they brokered a $9 billion deal to have a joint venture with a South Korean uh, battery manufacturer in order to make the batteries here in the U.S. The government has chosen and the government chose woke shit-ass EV manufacturers like Ford to make batteries in the future. And that's just how it's going to be. Again, in the market where it's a level playing field, ICE wins. When government gets involved and starts giving money to someone they want to win, you have no shot. So that's the future, kids. You wonder why I quit Ford. You wonder why I make fun of Ford. You wonder why I make Ford woke shirts. The writing has been on the wall for years. Only the ones that have had their heads buried way in the sand are literally, and look, I'm not going to lie, businesses like the ones I work for are literally uh, attached at the hip to Ford because they need that product to, to make money. But on, on a independent kind of uh, thought process, I wouldn't give Ford a dime of my money. Fuck that. I'd rather tune old shit and go from there. But, you know, what are you going to do? So we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Musk is going to get his arm snapped off by uh, Homeboy. And um, the, 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 the Global B stuff I think is very interesting. So Global B was released by HP Tuners. And I think they had a limited release because only shops have access to like IDS tools and GM, you know, tools to be able to revert back to stock if something goes bad. So I think they limited the release so that the, the layman like you and me who has an MPVI or an RTD, if you guys got one of these, right, they're not going to give you global B access as a, as a, as a individual because Let's say you have a black wing. You don't know what the hell you're doing. So they're going to give you access to tables and, and you have to ship in your a PCM and TCM to unlock stuff. If it's, if it's a 10 speed, <clears throat> they're like, nah, we'll just release it to shops just to make sure that we have 
a trickle in effect of PCMs and TCMs by people that know what they're doing and we can properly support that. And eventually I'm sure they will expand to the regular person with a latest release and say, here you go. And uh, you have access to it. But I'm sure a couple of shops didn't get access that should have gotten access, but they're working that stuff out. I want to, you know, I, I was helping a couple of people out that said, do you have any inroads to potentially fix this? I said, I don't have like that kind of juice, but I know people that have that kind of juice. So I worked some stuff in the background just to help people out. So hopefully people that I think are badass in the, in the, in the brand new LT stuff that's actually, you know, tuning, making products and all that stuff. I hope they get support uh, uh, in the near future. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for speaking the truth. Car guys need to hear this. See, the car guys, they listen to me and they think I'm absolutely full of crap. They think I'm just salty over Ford. I'm not salty over Ford. Ford is going EV. Ford is tied at the hip to the government. Ford has UAW up their ass. You don't think that has anything to do with each other? Come on, stop it. The people that think that the fact that the union can shut Ford down tonight, tonight, let's say we had a CEO in there that wasn't a, a, a part-time rap artist that wanted to be known by the boys because he's getting stuff out the trunk. I can't fuck with DJs. none of y'all niggas. Y'all disgust me. When you with your maggot ass friends, don't discuss me. And so they were like, well, hi, Ford. You have a huge infrastructure. You have... Um, assembly line experience. So we will give you this big loan, but you got to play ball, son. You got to play ball because all these guys in the union, they can't get fired. So you got to either bring these guys from this assembly line to this assembly line or that you got to take care of my people. And if, and if you don't, they'll, they'll shut your shit down. So there's, there's power in that. There's power in the government influencing the labor in a big company like Ford. And to me, that's a slippery slope. Because what if Ford says, what we're doing is going to lose money? We're going to lose money with this, with, this, with this venture. We don't care. You got to do it. You got a gun in your head at that point. Do what we say or go out of business. Well, we're going to go out of business if the people don't like the product. Like nobody thinks an F-150 Lightning is a good product. Whoever does is delusional. A EV truck that doesn't get 300 miles, a tank or a charge, and can tow a boat maybe 100 miles before you need to charge up again? Who the hell thought that's a good idea? Stop it. Uh, I like your shirt, brother. Okay, so this shirt I got from a fan. A uh, guy did me a, a big solid. This shirt is badass. Uh, I love it. Um, this guy sent me Star Trek memorabilia and stuff. I, I got I forget his name, but give me a shot. But this thing says, don't shift for me. That's right. So if, if there's anywhere I can send a link for this shirt, I don't have it. It's not mine. But it says, don't shift for me. So basically a pro manual shirt. Uh, it made me laugh very much. Good stuff. The government has been giving money to winners forever. It's the reason certain companies are as big as they are. People don't call them out, though. It's convenient for them. What are you talking about? Tell me tell me the last time the government gave an auto... Okay, how about Cylindra? Does that name ring a bell? Does the name Cylindra ring a bell? And what would happen if the government invested as much as they do on EV to coal 
nuclear. How about nuclear? Like, why don't why don't you have that kind of subsidy for nuclear? If you need EV cars, EV everything, and the future of transportation is electrified, why aren't you building nuclear power plants like three a year? Uh, do you do you do you understand if you electrify everything, how much of a strain? You'll see blackouts, rolling blackouts. You're going to see a... Bu- so are, are you allowing nuclear power plants, which are the by far the, the, the cleanest, safest, and the most pound for pound, the most uh, efficient way of making power? And now you're going to say, wait a minute, Alex, what about Chernobyl? Dude, educate yourself. Chernobyl wasn't a failure of... The product, it was a failure of management, a failure of safety protocols. What about Fukushima Fukushima Daiichi? Well, that was a natural disaster. A tsunami, because there's a T in tsunami. A tsunami hit it. And it knocked all the power out and it couldn't cool the core. But that doesn't mean the exception is the rule. That means that shit happens. Accidents happen. That doesn't mean you should not build as many nuclear power plants as you can. A lot of you are going to say, well, I wouldn't feel safe. I wouldn't feel safe if there's a nuclear power plant near me. Do any of you live in a 100-mile area near Boston? I know of at least two little ones over there. If them bitches melt down, there's a problem. Do you live anywhere near New York? Problem. How about Seattle? LA, like a California, let's say LA area. Uh, you, you ain't tripping. Dude, they're safe as long as they're run by competent people and there are safety protocols that literally pull the rods out of that bitch. Actually, pull them, put them in because you pull them out, it explodes. Uh, put them in to regulate. There's like a safety thing where it just shuts everything down. As long as there's water in the core, it's all good. But I digress. I'm blown away that the government, how does, how does GM feel about that? Like, Does GM care? Because we are seeing weird mashups. Why does Ford allow its its vehicles, its EVs, to charge with Tesla's network? Why does GM do the same thing? And in the same breath, Farley talks shit about... Farley talks shit about the truck the cyber truck it blows my mind it blows my mind how things he says and things the company does are against each other let me look it up on twitter because twitter is by far the best place to find articles and stuff like that uh oh here we go so the ford ceo here we go this is drive tesla canada and again Twitter is by far the best place to find stuff. Once you understand how to navigate Twitter, you're going to go, "Why? how the hell did I live without this? Ford CEO Jim Farley says the Cybertruck isn't for real people who do real work. Interesting. He says Tesla is set to start blah, blah, in an interview with CNBC to discuss how Ford signed a deal with Tesla to adopt their North America charging standard and again and gain access to the supercharged network. Farley said to his company, how truck customers think they're better than any... Wait, uh, Farley said his company knows truck customers better than anyone. 
and that the Cybertruck won't appeal to them, calling it a design for Silicon Valley people. Farley went on to say Ford makes a different kind of truck, one that is made for real people who do real work. Uh, real people tow more than 80 miles. Real people want more than uh, 200 miles range. Real people want to drive a real truck. Don't even consider a EV truck. Again, real truck people don't even consider an e a EV truck if you're a real truck person. You'd consider a diesel. Let me get an F-250 single rear wheel SRW. And if you get really about that towing life and, and you're hauling shit all the time, dual rear wheel or a super crew F-150 EcoBoost with torque that can tow 7, 8, 9, 10,000 pounds. Good luck getting that on an EV for 250, 300 miles. No way. No way. Yeah, it was weird. The ads just like, it looks like JLT is spending or SNB is really spending money on advertising. They're like super hardcore spending money on advertising. You see it everywhere on Facebook. I mean, why y'all spending money? Your product sucks. Are you surprised that 40V got government money? Heck, they didn't even... They didn't invent Tesla. They didn't invite Tesla to the conference, right? Yeah, exactly. The JLT advertisement is funny. Real people want the heater while driving in the winter, right? You know, we understand. We understand real people. We 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 know that it's secondary to to care about what do you call it? It's secondary to care about the heater. It's secondary to care about range. It's secondary to have more than 300 miles per charge slash tank. Nobody that's a serious truck person even looks at a Ford Lightning. Dude, I have not been looking at JLTs. They literally, they literally advertise everywhere. And I don't have a pop-up locker on that site. I should have though. That's the first time I went to CNBC. CNBC is really trying to get that money. But Tesla does not have any JLT intake ads. <laughs> so now they use that. Tesla now uses that against Ford. People say, not what you're going to do, what you're going to see if Tesla's smart because Elon Musk is not a dumbass. He's going to say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to build trucks so that the working man has better access to it. I'm going to build in crazy ports. I'm going to have the best range. I'm going to have the best towing. So if you're an EV guy and you see a truck and you see the incentive of having EV truck, well, look at this thing go. Boy, that thing's gone. I mean, it's quick, dude. It's quick, quick. You're going to look at the Cybertruck and go, well, it's between this or the F-150. You would be absolutely psycho to buy the F-150 over the Cybertruck if they're both similarly equipped and capable. Maybe you don't like the looks of a Cybertruck, but if it, it actually has more stuff for it to be more uh, friendly for people in a work environment and better range and better towing, game over. That's where they're spending money. Companies that can't build a, a winner just market more. Exactly. Not one real motherfucker. Exactly. Not one real, not one real mother motherfucker would ever consider an EV truck. You know, I can't find it. Where is that? Not one motherfucker. A perspective. Here, not one motherfucker. Oh no, I deleted it. I can't believe I deleted it. I deleted both. Oh, Dan Pena, you're fucked. Dan Pena. I deleted both. I went on a deleting spree because I just don't use them as often. Not surprised our vice president thinks buses with chargers are cool. Okay, do you listen to anything Kamala Harris says? I don't listen to anything that stupid bitch. Yeah, the Rivian was a flop. The Rivian is probably the best truck. 
it has cool compartments, but it has the same issues that the Lightning has. Once you put a load on any electric motor, you know what happens. If you know anything about car batteries, if you know anything about drills, if you know anything about how an electric motor works and the amps go up, it's over. It's just a matter of time. That battery gets absolutely hosed. Now, if you have steady state, like steady state, you're just driving, you're just, the motor's just barely keeping up. That sucker can go forever. The moment you bear down on that motor, that battery gets hot, gives you a, a heat warning. It's just a matter of time before the range is killed and it's over, Johnny. Now, if you have just a regular car to drive around, a less than 3,500 pound car, and a very robust battery pack and 300 to 500 miles range, winner. Winner. But a truck? What's next? Like, what what, what next is it that you're going to electrify? Like, trains? You mean the diesel engine in those freight trains? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... EPA gained some weight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, have you seen the video of the guy building a thousand mile test? Yeah. Yeah. So he basically put what a, um, like an electric, like, like a gas motor constantly charging back. They're just loud as hell with a muffler out the back. I, I just think shit like that's stupid. To be honest, Th there's a lot of gimmicky things that people do out there for clout. None of them that makes sense. One of one guy actually had a pretty funny idea about solar panels on the roof, but then Elon Musk says you don't have enough surface area. Then another guy wanted to make a charger out of the wheels that are being driven, meaning like a belt on the rim with an alternator charging the battery back. Guys, I think if there was a way of doing it, they would have they would have done it by now, but I couldn't imagine you driving around seeing alternators stick out of the cars. I'm sure everything is internal to the motor with the regenerative braking and all that stuff. Service to alert out for the brand new F-150s. What happened to the Alex who loved his president no matter who it is? Biden did that. <laughs> I didn't say I love them. I support. Like, whoever the president is, I want them to do well. But if their agenda is to kill everything I love, no, they can go suck a dick, a fat one. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be big pushback against Tesla. Rich 5.0 says, Elon is going to make Farley eat his words. There's going to be a big pushback against take that Elon Musk once you see Tesla doing well because now Tesla is going to start supposedly making computing hardware processors something to go up against Nvidia so now Tesla is not don't think of Tesla like like stop thinking that Tesla is a car company Tesla is an engineering firm Tesla is Cyberdyne Tesla is everything Tesla can build a cell phone probably better than every other cell phone out there. And because of the cult following that Tesla has and integrate that into their vehicles, it would be an absolute game changer for those people. Because I can guarantee if I put every Tesla owner on the planet and asked him, do you have an iPhone in your pocket? Because, and again, you guys might start rolling your eyes right now, iPhone owners. But you are in a cult. I've had Blackberry phones, Nokia phones. I've had Treos. I've had Samsungs. And I've had an Apple phone and iPhones and all this crap. 
Nothing for me beats the Samsung stuff. But you guys will buy an iPhone because of the cult following. Same thing with Tesla. There are Tesla people that buy it not because it's a better thing. Because you and I both know a fully equipped Corolla is just as good. Sorry. But the, the then they'll say, okay, for all of you that have iPhones in your pocket, I would say there's 80% of Tesla owners own an iPhone. So imagine... Tesla says, now we are making a phone that fully integrates into your Tesla. Oh, okay. Now iPhone goes out. Don't you think government and other entities are going to start bringing these people in five years? Five. Elon will be testifying in Congress as to why he is in everything. Why are you into phones? Why are you making computers? Why are you making robots? Why are you making badass cars? Why are you making power walls? Why are you making sex dolls? Why are you making everything? And why are you and and why are you the main Elon? Why are you tied to the only company that can ship the second generation of Starlink up into into the uh, or into orbit? People are going to start hating on a guy that has a ton of success and they're going to make him split stuff up. That's how it is. That's just how it is. When you do really well, you get punished. When you do exceptionally well, they'll say you have a monopoly in this. You'll see him in Congress in five years defending his engineering firm called Tesla. Bet me on this. You know, the government was serious about the choice of EV, they should have picked Tesla. Explored the regeneration process Tesla Semi has. Why didn't the government pick Tesla? Do you think the government even reached out to Tesla to ask them if they're willing to build a battery plant? They have a gigafactory where they make electric motors and batteries already. Let me look. It's in Las Vegas. Tesla, I think it's called... Tesla, my God, Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Vegas factory, or Nevada, sorry, Tesla, Nevada, does Tesla have a battery? The Gigafactory, okay, Gigafactory, so images, let's click on images, let's go to maps, um, uh, yeah, so this is what they're planning to build at Tesla. Their plan is to build this. So they have this or plans to build this. Currently it's a fraction of the size. Currently it's that, but their plan is to have a massive, ridiculously huge gigafactory. And what do they make at the gigafactory? Everything. They make solar panels. They make uh, power walls. They make battery storage. They make they actually put batteries together to make the batteries for their vehicles at the Gigafactory. Do you think the government reached out to them and said, hey, do you want a $9 billion loan to potentially build batteries? No. And maybe people will say, well, Alex, the government would never do that because they're not going to give them money to build Tesla batteries. No. Imagine the government gave Tesla money to build a universal battery. That's right a battery that fits in a universal package. So that means you buy one battery pack. If you have a Ford, if you want a certain output, 
a Chevy, anything. You don't think there was an incentive to do that? To make one universal battery layout for vehicles? That if in the off chance that the battery goes bad, you can just buy get another one off the shelf. No, let, I need you to give the big guy 10%. If you do well and do not take on, take, if you do, if you're not on the take, they'll come after you. Unions, Elon is real life Iron Man. Exactly. Kelly's vagina is her. Who's Kelly? Uh, is Kelly, is there a Kelly? You're actually fake new L ticket. I don't know what he's talking about. Fake new L. <laughs> From California to do Delhi. Elon going to KO Zuck in the first, second round. No, I think um, uh, Zuckerberg will get him to the ground and snap his arm off. Uh, I think technically his in, I think it's in Reno. Ford is giving Biden the reach around. Most of the batteries are made there. Right. So why wouldn't they say, here's a loan to make universal car batteries for, for domestic vehicles? Or, or just any vehicle. Uh, unions. Tesla's one of his companies. Everything is separate. He's only the person in his eggs. Are, he is the only person at his eggs, not in one basket. No, no, no. You got to understand. They're all tied to each other. I understand they have to operate uh, independently, meaning... Um, SpaceX money has to be self-sufficient, meaning the government pays them to push it up in orbit via the Falcon 9. They launched 200, 200 Falcon 9s last year, 200 missions. That says a lot about the reusability. And I think they had 180-something landings because some of the boosters are not recoverable. Not that they crashed, they're just not recoverable. There hasn't been a crash in over two years, if I'm not mistaken, of any Falcon 9. So it is self-sustaining. Tesla, self-sustaining. People buy the stock based on faith. Nobody buys the stock based on real world numbers. You know what I'm saying? Someone says, is anyone else frozen? Get a new, uh, get, get off that cricket wireless, bro. Pass the crack pipe. Government wants those UAW batteries. Tesla would probably build a better sub than the ocean gate. Biden sniffed. Who I'm, I'm weirded out that you guys thought that was funny. Like, some billionaire, regardless of what you think or not. Look, look. If you're frozen, it's Oman. Are you in the United States? It's Oman kind of gives it away. I don't understand anyone happy about someone potentially dying underwater. Like, I don't understand what's so funny about that shit. I go, all right, the memes are, I guess, but like, are you guys taking pleasure in people dying? Like, they died. The shit collapsed, they died. Y'all thought shit was funny? Enough, funny enough to to make fun of? All right. What if I decide to get my pilot's license? Right? And I just go flying. And I and I have a, an issue up there. It, are the memes going to start flying in? Uh, you know, and then you're going to start making fun of the you know, bird memes and memes and memes. No. The guy's a billionaire. The guy's a billionaire. Wanted to go see the Titanic. He had a weird... <laughs> Uh, I don't know, obsession with the Titanic. Built a you know vehicle that had gone down there many times. On this trip, it didn't make it. What the fuck's so funny about that shit? I don't understand the goofy-ass motherfuckers that are on Twitter, Facebook, sharing memes of motherfuckers dying because they were just trying to explore the Titanic wreck. Blow, I'm blown away by anybody that shared a meme specifically to make fun of those people. And then they would say, well, that's what you get. Maybe you got your, he, he's rich and he's got no brains. So, okay, he somehow became a billionaire. The fuck are you doing when you're single wide? The fuck are you doing in, in Kansas? You nothing. 
You're making fun of a billionaire that decided to take... Uh, stop it. Stop it. I mean, someone says, don't build the plane out of a hot water heater. Is he are? Brandon's got an old-ass plane. Dakota's got an old-ass plane. Had. I would be absolutely heartbroken if anything happened to those dudes. Heartbroken. I, I, I really like them, okay? And my boss, Senior, has, but he has a nicer plane. I would never go, well, that's what you get for flying. That, that's goofy behavior. It's goofy behavior. Crossroads, it had been there like 30 times. Again, it had been there over 30 times, supposedly. I'm blown away by that. It's not just the meme Jason Rivera. It's what you think about people dying. Like people are sharing memes because they want to make fun of dead people. It, okay, how do you think their siblings feel? How do you think his wife feels, his daughter, his grandkids, brother, mother, father? Uh, it's just a meme. It's all good. Bro, goofy-ass behavior. Goofy-ass motherfuckers sharing memes. Oh, this is just... um. Um, Mio energy drink in a Zephyr Hills water. I'm not, I just hate water. Like the taste of water is nasty. So I just flavor it up. That's all. And my voice is gone. So I'm sure Dakota doesn't take safe stands for granted. No, they got to pass. All them shit's got to pass some kind of certification to get down there. But remember, if this guy built a submarine to go to see the Titanic 12,000 something feet down, did it before many times. Did it before a ton of times. And this time, of course, something catastrophic happens. Meantime? That's how that, that's where we're at? Meantime? Stupid. I'm not happy about it. I feel bad, but it's kind of silly. Okay, what again, you goofy behavior. If you if any of you shared a meme publicly, what's one thing to share in a in a personal group? And, and guys, make memes that make sense. If you're going to be a goofy-ass son of a bitch and make fun of someone that died, at least make the meme kind of clever. I saw memes where killer whales, and I'm like, killer whales can't go that deep. Like a dumbass like me knew that. I go, killer whale, the only whale that can go that deep is like the weird bottlenose whale thing and this weird crown, like really deep shit. And blue whales, about 5,000. So people were like, oh, yeah, look, these killer whales are, uh, they can't go that deep, stupid. So I looked at the meme and I go, that's a, not only is it distasteful, it's stupid. Right. Like, imagine someone says, well, that's what they get. That's what they get for, uh, for being rich. <laughs> the, like, the, the behavior of everyone that shared a meme blows my mind. They were like, oh, I can't believe that. I can't believe that uh, a rich guy that made it in this world wanted to see the Titanic. How many of you, well, it's, it's not the same because there's no danger involved, right? Put your hand up if you went skydiving. Go ahead. Put your hand up if you went skydiving here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put your hand up if you went skydiving because you wanted to feel the rush of getting out of a 
properly working plane that has everything working properly and your stupid ass jumped out of it with a guy's dick right by your butt cheeks. Because you, you didn't do it by yourself. The guy's dick is by your butt cheeks and you flew out of it. And, and, and you pulled the shoe, you go, that was fantastic. Well, you's a goofy ass motherfucker. If you don't see how it would be fucked up if someone made a meme of you splatting on the ground if the chute didn't open. It is more stupid to jump out of a perfectly good plane than to build a fucking submarine to look at the Titanic. It is, it is, it's, it's more stupid to jump out of a plane. It's way more stupid to jump out of a plane. Way more stupid. You want to go skydiving? Why? Is there something wrong with the plane? <laughs> no? Oh, I'm, I'm staying in it. Land this bitch. Um, was deemed to be unsafe by head engineer who got fired for saying so. Okay. Look, again, I still don't think... Blackout KR. Do you race? Blackout KR. Wait. KR? Like king of the road? <laughs> You're not a Shelby guy, are you? Blackout? Blackout. Have you ever raced? Did you go quicker than 1150 without a cage? Have you gone eights without a parachute? Hello? How, most of you don't even have roll cages when they're mandated. And imagine if you would have had an accident and you fucking fly out the bitch because you don't have the proper restraints, the proper anything. Should have people have made memes of your ass ejecting out of the window? Going, ha ha, what a dumbass. Didn't put a proper roll cage in his eight second Mustang. Oh, no, no, you would never do that. You would say, oh man, you know, he went out doing something he loved. Paul Walker got in a car that had tires that were 50 years old, dry rotted, right? Smashed a tree. Oh, you know what? It's been a love, whatever the fuck that song is. And I'll see you again. Oh, Paul Walker. He died doing what? And then the memes of his burnt ass started showing up everywhere. So stop. If you get offended by Paul Walker memes, <laughs> but then you share the memes of the sub guy dying, bro, you are goofy as shit. Uh, supposedly the glass wasn't rated for that PSI. Racing is not eco-friendly. Racing's unsafe. Most people probably just have said they never got a chance to do anything cool like that and they're broke as fuck. I looked at it and I was just like, eh, no big deal. And I'm scrolling. You know, I scroll Twitter. I scroll Instagram. I scroll Facebook. I scroll Facebook and I'm like, oh, sub guy, sub guy. Then I hear about it in the news. I go, I don't care. Oh, shit, it sucks. He sucks. He died. Then I started seeing the memes. People making fun of him. And I'm like, that's weird. Why would you go out of your way to make a meme to make fun of someone who had... Most of you can't make a raft. <laughs> Stop it. People have survived hitting the ground from skydiving gone wrong. Zero people have survived being crushed by 25... Oh, oh, that, that's... Got it. That's your justification. Understood. Flying out of... Jumping out of an airplane over 5,000 feet, splatting on the ground, is better... Then going underwater. Understood. Got it. You goofy. Goofy, goofy. The Facebook AIDS pages would most definitely be dropping memes like there's no tomorrow. That's why I got away from Facebook is AIDS. I'm sure you got crazy stuff on, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um, 
Reddit and all those weird, goofy websites and stuff like that. But like, okay, have I thought things when someone has an unfortunate incident? Yes, of course. Who doesn't think that we're like, oh my God, oh man, that sucks. He should have had a better cage. Should have had a better cage. Yeah, I know. I saw that car. That dumb son of a bitch didn't have a cage. But what you going to do? Oh, oh, he, he died? He dead? Mm, that's what you get in the in the grudge racing world, man. They don't check for cages. There's no tech. That's crazy. Stupid. Dumb. Dumb. It's different to make a meme making fun of the guy dying. Well, we won't have a laugh at Turvey. He's a, he has a cage, right? That's right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> You're... <laughs> You're, 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 I love how people are like, well, it's, well, Alex, this billionaire built a sub to go to the Titanic. You don't make fun of that, but you make fun of Pookie's get hit at Sideshow. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Boy, I, that's why I can't have logical conversations with people. That's why I don't have that many friends. I, ha I have acquaintances and stuff, but I don't know many people that I can actually talk to that understands where I'm coming from or understand where I'm coming from, where you can't make that leap of a comparison and think that you're okay. Uh, oh, he, it, again, Crossroach, it's fine to have crazy humor. It's different to share joy and glee in someone's death that just happened. Okay. How many you, how, how many, yeah, exactly, Crossroads. You're wrong on this one. If you actively put out a meme making fun of this guy who died like four hours ago or five hours ago or whatever and then got mad at people that made fun of Paul Walker dying, well, you're just a hypocrite. Uh, what's so difficult to understand? It's not about the sub, but that father and son last moments and how all those guys' lives got just snuffed out. yes. That's the thing. People go, the sub, the sub, the sub. He built the shitty sub. Dude, the guy's... How much goofy shit have you done with your son? That's semi-dangerous. Have you gotten in your hot... Right? What is it? Uh, Crossroach, is it? Crossroach, is it here? Let me see. It looks like you have a, a Z06 or a C7 on your profile. Do you got a kid? Do you got a kid? Do you got a kid? Did you put him in the seat and go over 80 miles an hour? Do you ever do a burnout with your kid? You know, see the joy in his eyes when you're doing a burnout or something? And he's like, oh my God, dad, do it again. Maybe these guys had a weird fixation with the Titanic. And the kid maybe really needed to see it. And his dad being a billionaire was like, sure, let's go. Let's build something and go. No one's done it. Okay. And shit happens. Come on. Stop. Just stop. Um, what's your stand on 9-11 jokes? Well, I think enough time has passed to make light of it, but I don't think it's funny because I was 20 years old when it happened. The only people that think 9-11 jokes are funny are young people who weren't even self-aware. When it happened, I'm 45 years old. I was uh, 20 or 21 when it happened. I was about to go to work at 12 because I worked second shift. So I was getting ready. My shift started at 2, 2 to 10.30. And I wake up early in the morning, 9 o'clock, and I'm seeing planes hitting buildings. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck's happening? 
And then I worked at the airport. I still had to come in because there were shipments that had to go out until they said, oh, no, everything's grounded. So I sat there with my thumb up my ass, not wondering what the hell's going on. Then, okay, so if you think 9-11 jokes are funny, go on YouTube and just Google or just look up the people that jumped to their deaths while the buildings were burning. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead and look at the people that were in, so desperate to get out of the buildings that they jumped hundreds of feet to their death and then go laugh at a 9-11 joke. Let me see how you feel about that. You, you, need, you need to see it. Like, and, and then when you saw it live, it changed you. And, and if you weren't alive because it happened over you know 20 years ago, if you weren't alive or if you were three or five or nine or 10, it didn't affect you because you, you still had shit in your underwear. You didn't know what the hell was going on. Some of you have shit in your underwear right now. <laughs> I've done mad crazy stuff with my kids in the car. Exactly. And imagine people making memes if something happens. They died on Sunday. I think if they hadn't strung the world along five days, given, oh, okay. Yeah, they kept saying something about there's air, there's air. Again, I didn't pay that much attention. They said, oh, they just ran out of air. Um, tragic, yes, but Mead and CG turned it into a show. Again, they only turned it into a show if you cared. I didn't care. I just started seeing the memes today. So if you care, you were part of it. I didn't laugh when Alex's kayak sank. <laughs> Bro, that, that was traumatic. I went to Iraq behind 9-11 when that happened. I was a freshman in high school. Four years later, I was in Iraq fighting for America. Savar Motner. I hated the air supply countdown on all the news uh, stations. Yeah, I, again, love ya. I, maybe I'm weird. Maybe I see sub stuff and I don't want to watch it. I'm like, this sucks. Let me move away from it. Uh, all sad, very not. I'm late, smashing the like button. Been to 9 11 tomorrow in New York City. People standing there in silence. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, go ahead and, and laugh at uh, Go ahead and make 9 11 memes. Go ahead and make 9 11 jokes and then go there. Go there and see how angry people still are. YouTube video have clapping sound in the video. That's live bodies impacting the ground. It's bone chilling to hear. Look, I think it's a really good idea. Uh, sorry to get all somber on you guys. But let's, let's have some real talk here. I think it's a really good idea every 9-11 to watch everything unfold live. There has to be some kind of... I know there's documentaries and there's places that play it as it happened live and not cutting anything out. And I was watching Fox News and CNN on both TVs. I'm, I'm sorry, CBS. And it, 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 hearing in real time what was happening? You will never share a 9-11 meme, a 9-11 joke, and you will actually look at people that say anything 9-11 related and they're going to start talking some shit. Now, it's a completely different thing about who actually did it because that, that, that can evolve with time. But what happened should not be made fun of in my opinion. Sorry. Uh, it's all sad uh, and the joke has to be funny. Um, looks like they died not knowing what happened. The implosion took one millisecond. Yeah, look, when, when you're that deep, some guy said something funny on Twitter, but I think he was being, he was making a joke. He says, I don't understand how that submarine cannot withstand the pressures, but the Titanic is still in one piece down there. <laughs> 
And I'm like, does he know the Titanic wasn't pressurized? Like, it wasn't enclosed. It was kind of open. And when it sank, it was pretty much full of water. Once it got underwater, it was already full of water. It wasn't full of air. And then when it got to the bottom, it wasn't pressurized. But I don't know if he was being funny or not. Um, I remember watching those people jump to their death live. As a 16-year-old from a podunk nowhere, it changed something in me. Exactly. To this day. To this day. Okay. My girlfriend's 23. She's young because, you know, I can pull in some young girls. You know what I'm saying? So she heard about it. They talk about it. But I sat her down. And I think this has to happen to every... If you're a 40-year-old man or 45 or 50-year-old man watching this channel and you got a... Zoomer out there just kind of being loosey goosey with shit. Sit him down, man. Sit him down and go, hey, I want you to I want you to sit still and just watch this, the whole thing. He will it'll change him. Because it happened during his lifetime. He was just too young to understand. So then when he sees that, he'll have a deeper understanding of how people like us felt when that shit was happening. House fun, thank you. By the way, so on the house front, um, I will show you the house. Should I show you the house? I didn't put an offer on it because of its location. Let's try to lighten this up. These uh, these homes out in the middle of Florida are beautiful. Some of the homes in the middle of Florida are absolutely gorgeous. And I think that they really should be looked at. But the problem is there, there's nothing out there. And I remember telling you guys that if you move to Florida and you happen to end up in LaBelle, Okeechobee, Sebring, Bradenton. Bro, you think Bradenton is good because of the Freedom Factory? Oh, take a drive to Bradenton. Ain't shit there. It is all gentrified. They're just popping up schools and soccer fields because people are moving there for some reason. It is a shithole. Of all shitholes. People move there. There's nothing there. You have to. You have to. You have to visit South Florida. Jupiter to about. Ah, Jupiter, Miami. To understand what I live in. And understand that you don't want to leave that. There are billionaires, millionaires. There's money. There's industry. There's growth. There's apartments, beaches, boats, hoes, food. Everything within a 20-minute drive everywhere in every direction. But it's expensive to live here. So after looking at this house, I thought, it's perfect. I fell in love with the home. I said, that house is perfect. If it was in Loxahatchee or if it was in West Palm or if it was in Lake Worth or even in Port St. Lucie. But where it is currently located is a no-go. So I couldn't do it. Cole Daniel says, damn, I'm older than your girl. You can hear the bodies hitting on the ground and the firefighters, right? I don't understand why Rose couldn't scoot over the jack floor. There, exactly. Alex, can you play the Pound Town video? No, it's just, no, it, it's stupid. The, the Pound Town video is stupid. Like, it's it's different than, um, the Pound Town video is obviously trying to do something. The eating video, I think she's actually ratchet. Because I'm trifling. 40 glass on my nightstand. Roll up his backwood before he put that pipe in. Bitch, I'm busting jugs in the Hellcat. In the backseat, getting fucked from the back. Bro, I think she's, and the beat's better. Her flow is better. 
the pound town is just stupid. I've never seen all Americans being the same page like after 9-11. Everyone was flying the flag. Again, that's one of those moments that was nice, but then the more, the, the, the longer uh, you, you think about that, you wonder if, if it was real. Because right now you got left versus right, Democrat versus Republican everywhere. Everywhere. There was no, sep- there, people all were super American. You're American. That's it. And, and what would happen now if, if in the unfortunate event that we were attacked, people would blame us for it. Oh, you got America's just too decadent and you're just shoving it in everyone's face. Bro, I, back then, everybody was about that America shit. Now, I, I don't know if something like that would happen now, how people would react. I do. I want to be away from people, but within, I'll, I'll show you. Within a stone throws of, of, uh, of um, society. So check this out. This is where the house is located. Let me zoom out. Okay. Uh, okay. Perfect. Let me zoom out. Let me, let me, let me hide the sponsors. This is where the house was located. And I'll show you where I am. Uh, display capture. The house was here. Okeechobee, Florida. This is it. That's all of Okeechobee. Actually, that's all of Okeechobee right there. A wagon wheel horse farm, a Golden Corral buffet, an O'Reilly's Auto Parts. There was a house here. And there's, if you like bass fishing, hey, this is you. But guess what? There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing, guys. There's nothing here. Nothing here. Nothing. Look at that. Whole bunch of nothing. That's right. Indian Town. It's just basically food trucks. Nothing. 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 Swamp. Nothing. Nothing. And then finally, society. Finally, you know, civilization. Right here. That's where the house was. I just wasn't willing to move all the way out there. It's actually further out there, Port St. Lucie. So when I say Florida, I mean right here down to here. All this stuff right here is popping. And in my opinion, it shouldn't even be called Florida. It should be called something else because it's just, it just doesn't resemble any other part of Florida, like at all. It's not even close. You go to Jacksonville, it's not like South Florida. You go to Orlando, it's not. You buy a, you can buy a 2,500 square foot home in Orlando for $400,000. Thank you, RoboStyle, for the money. Appreciate you very much. What did Only Rears say? He says, facts, Only Rears. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, Papi Culo says, in the backseat, get effed from the back. 90% of this country would pee. If the price of entry of your subdivision isn't seven figures, it's a crapshoot. Exactly. Don't even look down south. 640 for 600 square feet. Townhouse is nuts. Dude, if that same thing happened today, memes would fly. Straight swamp. No Metro PCS. Long, empty back roads. For long, hard pulls. I agree. Bro, but if I break down, I'm like three hours away from anything. Florida is small. That's like an hour. Uh, the drive to the coast on either side. Uh, Florida is small. What are you, psycho? Florida is small, he said. I love that. That's a lot of room for wap pulls, mofongo trucks, golden corral, popcorn shrimp is all the move, is all the motive I'd need to move. Like my area where everything closes at nine. Exactly. It might be a good area for testing the cars. Riviera Beach, Florida. Riviera Beach, West Palm, Gardens. 
Alex going to be boosting a fan boat. It's guys, it is there's nothing up there. But the house is super pretty. I wish I could post a photo. Let me see. Um cuz I don't want to give I don't want to give away the address because I got pre-approved and all I had to do was make an offer to take it the next step. Meaning I am approved for everything, money down, uh, all they need is verification here and there, but the credit and everything was approved and they wanted me to make an offer the next day and I was like, "No, I want to keep looking." And the more I look, the, the the more I realize I have to wait even longer to get into a house, at least December, to to hopefully see if the market crashes a little bit. Talking about, imagine a street racer screws up and dies and they would make memes out of him, right? There's Imagine a street racer, your favorite street racer happens to pass. And you were to go, oh my God, I loved him. Oh, he was He was all over the map. I loved his car. He was a real dude. And then people start making memes about him. Sounds perfect. No, it doesn't. If you, you psycho, I am not moving to the middle of nowhere. To the middle of nowhere. No, thank you. Navy sending me to Pensacola for four months, then Hawaii. Talk about absolutely nothing to do. People think Hawaii is awesome. Hawaii is boring as shit. There's nothing there, but people on meth. The locals are all methed up. Hey, um, Watt pulls in the deer, deer jumps out. Right, and that, and you want to talk about gators. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, gators. I was going to say crocodiles, gators. That area, full of them, infested. No, thank you. Um, we don't need uh, da, 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 to see the house. There's psychos in here. You're right. Like, look at, you want to talk about psychos? Tony Full Bolton emailed me. That's how psycho he is. That dude is a stand stand. Like, remember, this guy put a push bumper on his car, was tuned by Rob Shoemaker, a.k.a. Lund, and talked shit on Lund all the time. I'm like, bro, you, you, you're running a Lund tune. You're running a seven-year-old Lund tune right now. Stop. Scott Andrew says, buy another car if you don't spring for a house right now. One that holds value. Some YouTubers have their retirement in their project cars. I don't think I want to do that. Um, I can afford another car, but I don't want to do that because I don't have anywhere to put it. <laughs> I got the GT500 mode in the garage. I'm going to start putting it together, you know, the headers and the accessories Saturday. If that goes extremely well, I'll shove it in the car. Imagine totaling your car during a Wapole because you hit a gator crawling out of a swamp. On the way there, me and the little lady went there and... The amount of roadkill that we saw from West Palm to Okeechobee was astronomical. Everything, coyote, deer, uh, uh, I don't know, varmint, <laughs> just weird shit. <laughs> and it, it's everywhere, everywhere. Uh, what flavor Kool-Aid are you drinking? Is that red? It, no, it's a Mio energy drink. What, Yo, what the fuck did Baltron say in the email? Yeah, yeah, he was like, oh, look. So, okay. So Ben Calmer wanted to get tuned at the track. And we're like, okay, schedule it. But he didn't want to schedule it. So he has a GT500. So he went with another guy, Coastal Dino. Now, the quickest Ben ever ran on our tuning was 1040. He went to Coastal and he ran 1030 with a drag pack. With us, stock wheels, 1040 with Coastal Dino. And again, whatever he wants to, he want, he feels warm and fuzzy when people adjust on this car every single pass. These cars don't need constant adjustments. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. These cars do not need constant adjustment. Fueling good, yep. Timing and good, yep. The rest is up to you, buddy. But he feels warm and fuzzy when someone tunes him every single pass. So he had him there because the guy goes to NMRA. You know, 
the 0.0002% of Mustang owners that actually go to an NMRA event. So he went one-tenth quicker with a drag pack. And we're like, okay, that's your that's your choice. We still tune his Mach 1. We still tune his 19 GT. Cool. But I wasn't butthurt about it, but I was like, you didn't, you weren't complaining. You weren't complaining about track support. You just have to schedule it. So the guy was at the track, got tuned there. He's happy. Good. Out of our hands, right? The bolt-on was like needing anything over Lund. So he emailed me. He's like, oh, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, I mean, he went one-tenth quicker with a drag pack. So... Congrats to him. And he won out of a class of six cars. So, like, at one point you have to go, what are you racing? Uh, yeah, I'll need a cow catcher. Exactly. Um, Jim Farley, rat, right. LMP, Alec from LMP. What's up, Alec? How you doing, brother? Um, we're working on some backside uh, uh, tuning stuff. I, I wasn't really mentioning uh, what's going on down there, but I'm hoping that uh, they make the right decision and, and, you know, allow more people to have access to the global B program. People in villages pay for a house built over a swamp and wonder why gators show up in the porch. Yeah, the bill of villages is weird. They're all, they're all swingers there. I keep being told 2010 for front wheels are too big. Is this true? If not, what tire size do you recommend? I don't know what you do. Classic. Do you road race? Why do you need a 2010? It is big and it's gonna, it's gonna tremble. It's gonna like follow any tiny divot on the road. You're gonna, you're going to follow it. So I don't think you need a 2010. Right. Hey, would you blow me? My Escalade had the weirdest bugs splatted on it. So if I want to visit my girlfriend, it's an hour away and splatted bugs and deer on the front of the truck. I said, no, I'm not doing that. I'll stay here. Look, he can switch sides. If he switched sides, I'm, I'm all good with that. I'm all good with that. Because I, if he wants someone to tune his car every single pass... That's not Lund because it doesn't need it. The quickest and fastest GT500 are tuned by Lund. So if you, you're not cool with that, I'm okay. But he feels the car needs an adjustment every time down the track, then Sam Coastal's your guy. Right, is it front-wheel drive? Exactly. You plan on covering up the peanut pretzels? No, why? What if I want to chew on them, bro? What is, see, this is the goofy, weird people out there. I'm like, what? Are, I'm, I'm after this. I'm gonna edit video because I, I recorded the Gen 2 6R80 boosted video. So now I'm gonna edit it for another hour, hour and a half. I still have this up here, and I was just chomping on pretzels before the show. Do the, I'm gonna do the show, then get back to editing. No, no, no. We're not moving in together. No way. That's not gonna happen for. Her. Look, if you move in with your girl after a year or two, you're psycho. You gotta know she's down for the cause. So it won't happen for five, six, seven years. That no, no, that. Moving in shit, I did that way too fast in my last relationship, and I, I was basically homeless after that relationship ended. So, no, I'm not doing that twice. Because the moment you get mail in someone's house, they have rights to that house. And if I'm paying for the house, and someone else is living there getting mail in the house, I technically can't kick them out if they've been there and they're getting mail there. So, there's weird laws about that. Alex, you moved to the house. You're gonna be slap boxing mosquitoes. Exactly. You're you're gonna you're gonna chip, you're gonna chip a tooth. Yeah, maybe potentially potentially. Um. So yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with the house situation. I I think I think uh, I think I can find something a lot closer than Okeechobee. Like the furthest I'm willing to go up is like Stewart. Port St. Lucie's got too many Puerto Ricans. Way too many Puerto Ricans. It's like ethnic as fuck up there, and the infrastructure has not caught up. There are just houses slapped, literally slapped together, barely have any 
you know, um, um, the walls aren't really, you know, mudded up properly. There's gaps everywhere. They just slap houses up and move on to the next. And then they worry about revisions later. If, if you got to come back and do something on a wall or the water heater's not working or the plumbing is leaking on a brand new house, they worry about it later. So I don't want to go to Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie is going to be, if any area is going to be affected, if there's a housing bubble, it is Port St. Lucie in South Florida or maybe Loxahatchee because they're just popping up, build a house, quick kits, get up there, $500,000, move on to the next one. Exactly. Five years minimum before moving the lady in. Uh, Scott Andrews says, keep looking for a house. Don't rush it. You'll find a better one and, you'll, and, and your gut will tell you exactly. Your, the gators will take out the squatters. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that if I'm going to move far away from this area, it has to be perfect. Like it has to be perfect. Alice, you plan on cleaning that glass on the table, weirdo? This, this, this right here? This that has a, a, a reflection, a reflection of the, <laughs> of the... The ball back there. People move too fast when it comes to relationships. Dudes be married first year. Yeah, I love watch. Okay, that's one thing I do watching on Facebook. I love watching relationships blossom too quickly and crash and burn just as quickly. Oh, I love, man, I, I don't know what I would have done without you. Publicly shouting out their wife or girlfriend, you clown ass clown. Keep that shit private. I don't know what I'd do without you. Post a picture of her. And then some guy's like, bro, I was finger banging her at Duffy's yesterday. She was double fisting cocks and dicks in the bathroom at Duffy's. And you're out there simping for her on Facebook. And then the relationship crashes and burns. And then they vague book. Vague book is when people post a something on Facebook to, to look for a reaction. Oh, I guess I can't do nothing right. And then they sit there, wait for a reply. What's wrong, bro? Nothing. I don't want to talk about it. You fucking weirdo. Port St. Lucie is like the new Cape Coral. Sorry, when it comes to real estate collapse back then, House Suspect told me the houses are substantially worse in older homes. It's crazy the issues he sees on the new build. I wouldn't buy a house that wasn't built at least in the 80s or 90s. I would not touch a new house. The house I was looking at was built in 1922. That tells you how robust... And badass the house was. Climate change. So you can have Florida in the water if they're building them houses today, not tomorrow. I, I had my realtor look for foreclosures. Worked well for me. Is this resurrecting that dating channel? No, the dating channel I'm going to try to make standalone videos on because the, the live stuff was really difficult to put my all into after this show. Like after yelling on the mic for an hour and a half. To get on the dating channel and be like normal was impossible. I had a huge headache. It's not easy to chit chat for hours on end and keep tabs on a chat on a chat page or in a chat box here. So I said, let me just do a better job of making standalone videos, and I think I'll do well with that. Live with my lady for two years and then got married, and we both work full time. Alex, what's the exhaust setup on the black car? Remember, you liked the old eleven to twelve cat pack. Yes, the black car had stock manifolds. Cat deletes, stock resonators, meaning the uh, over the axle pipes, the stock resonators in them, and 2011 to 12 single tip GT500 mufflers. Uh, today's house is out tomorrow's house. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here to YDBT Daily. I usually don't give you an hour and a half, but I went over today. So today we talked heavily about Ford's 
$9 billion loan that they got from the government to build batteries and why that affects Ford in the future and cars. In the, if you're a Ford fan and you are loyal to Ford, understand this. Ford is going all in on EV because the government is subsidizing it. We're subsidizing it. We are basically paying Ford to build a plant and they're going to pay it back in low interest loans. So if you're a Ford fan and you're still buying Ford stuff, but you're anti-EV, you might want to check that attitude and stop giving your money to people that aren't really on your side of things. We talked about the jujitsu match with, I'm sorry, the um, the potential fight coming up with uh, Elon Musk and uh, Zuckerberg. We talked about goofy weirdos sharing memes on the, the, the submarine stuff. We finished it up with some Global B stuff and then house stuff and then dating stuff. That's a very jam-packed show. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Um, tomorrow I'm going to release a video only because I want the Saturday viewership to go up. I vote. I've seen that Saturday has the biggest dip on my graph. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a video tomorrow at 5 PM with the gen two, six R 80 boosted 10, nine and eight second builds I'm editing. I'm editing it right now after I stop the show so I can get it scheduled and ready for Friday for your viewing pleasure. Then I'll be back on Sunday to talk some more shit to the peasants at nine 30 in the morning. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 5. Not live, but on a video. And then I'll talk to the rest of the pours on Sunday. Have a good rest of your Thursday and weekend. See you later, guys. Bye.